Hello, my lovely listeners. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Fuel Yourself. Today will be holiday related. Yay! I love the holidays. I want to share some ways to keep the holidays healthier for you, but not only healthier, but still enjoyable, which is super important, so that you have an easier time staying on track, so that it isn't such a struggle this year or next year to get back on track in the new year. And you know what I mean by that, by on versus off track. You know how your body feels when you are taking care of it, treating it right with healthy behaviors versus when you are not. I do not mean a diet, right? I'm just saying these healthy habits and behaviors that tend to fall off for some reason this time of year because we use the excuse that it's holiday season. So just from October to December, we just totally abandon any self-care behavior that we ever usually do. So I want to help you stick with it, but this is going to be food related in particular. So I can have another episode if you're interested, if you are, let me know about other health behaviors that you should have during the holidays, especially, or focus in on more during the holidays so that you don't have such a hard time in the new year. Too many people just get so engulfed by the unhealthy holiday mindset that they feel the need to restart in the new year. And there's nothing wrong with a restart, but my personal belief is that we can restart literally whenever we want. We have the power to decide you know, I want to restart today. I want to restart tomorrow. I want to choose whenever I want (laughs) to reset, right? Instead of waiting for Monday or waiting for the new year to do it. With that being said, I'm going to share 12 tips I have for healthier holidays and be sure to stay until the end. If you are someone who is interested in plant-based ideas, I'm going to give you some healthy plant-based meal ideas that you can incorporate into your menu for Thanksgiving or whatever other holiday that you celebrate with your family. So healthy holiday tip number one, add healthy dishes to the menu. This sounds very simple and basic, like obviously, Ashley, of course we're going to do that. But later I will share with you very specifics on this. But I will kind of put here that this is a great place to really utilize those side dishes because I know a lot of people only really eat their vegetables as a small side, Um, but making more of those and making them tastier than usual instead of boiling your Brussels sprouts, try roasting them, and just adding more vegetables into your menu, essentially, whether that be adding them to your already made recipes or using new recipes in order to add more veggies into your holiday meal. Number three, I find so important, and I never even realized how beneficial it was because it was just my norm. It's just how my family does things. But I realized not every family does this, and I was shocked because I think it's the only way we should be doing things is doing family potluck-style meals instead of having one person do everything, right? So instead of having someone do the turkey, the stuffing, the green beans, the mashed potatoes, all of that stuff, designating, okay, this person's going to make this, this person's going to make this, this person's going to make this, because A, it creates less work for that person and less cleanup for that person who's designated or who's hosting. Instead of one person making all the meals, 
if you have different people making different meals, that person can focus a lot better on creating that meal and making it higher quality than if you have a bunch of things to do. I know when I have too many things to cook at once, I'm just like, I don't really care about this. I'm just going to just make it subpar as, as long as it's done. And then I'm going to do this half-assed. We don't want to half-ass anything, right? We want to do it fully. And I think potluck style really helps with that. It helps people so that they don't burn out. And I think it's just, it's just kinder to the host. Don't make the host do everything, right? Take some of that responsibility and disperse it a little bit. And you'll find that this actually really helps with adding variety to your meals as well, because different people have different preferences. And those preferences that, you know, your aunt Susie has, you might not have ever even tried because you have different preferences, but then you end up enjoying Aunt Susie's, you know, casserole and you never thought you'd try that before. Now, number four is more of a during that specific day. So during your holiday morning or maybe evening, depending on what your family does, exercise as a family. Now, I'm not saying this is for everyone or every family, but I will say you will feel so much better if you do exercise that day. And I think most people would want to do it in the morning just because, you know, the rest of the day you want to just focus on relaxing, enjoying time with loved ones and family and friends. But if you do an exercise of some sort that morning, you're going to be feeling a lot better mentally, emotionally, physically, and it's a time to connect with your family. Like even if it's just a walk around the block, that's time to enjoy hopefully the nice weather that day. We don't know yet, but And then it also allows for you, if you have children, to bring a new tradition, right? I think that's the most important part of this that I get excited about is, yes, I love my family. I love the traditions we've had, but some of them I'm not keeping around. I want to change some of the traditions. And I know for me and my family, one thing we never did together was get any exercise So I want that to be a priority for me and my family one day when I have kids because I want them to know that just because it's a holiday doesn't mean you should put your self-care routines and behavior to the side. It's still a day that you want to especially do that, especially Thanksgiving, right? This is a day to literally give thanks to our bodies for all they do for us. And so we can use them to exercise And then the rest of the day, we can send gratitude to each and every part of our bodies for doing what it just did for us, right? I think this is just such a good behavior to instill in kids. And the reason I'm so passionate about that is because of the fact a lot of us didn't have that growing up. We didn't have that sense of either connection or the exercise example in our lives. And that is showing, you know, in the way our health is, whether it be mentally or physically today. So I think it's just so important to start putting that out there to future generations. Now, number five, probably the biggest one, you've probably seen me post about it, talk about it, something. It is do not skip breakfast. I am telling you, do not skip it. Because what happens, just like any other day, it's really, again, not much different than any other day. What happens when you skip breakfast? You think you're doing yourself a favor when really you're like, oh, I'm quote unquote saving my appetite. You're not saving your appetite. You're making it so big that your eyes are bigger than your stomach and you're going to fill up this huge plate and you're going to overstuff yourself and feel absolutely sick. 
And that's why you're falling asleep, taking a nap on the couch, watching TV, watching football, because you can't stay awake because you just overstuffed yourself. So instead of thanking your body for what it does, you're torturing your body. You're causing harm to your body for overdoing it. And I'm not saying, you know, overdoing it on Thanksgiving is a bad thing necessarily. I'm just saying if you can prevent some of these things, why not? Right? If you can eat breakfast, feel satisfied, and then eat a regular size meal for Thanksgiving dinner, that would make you feel so much better, right? We still have to do things the next day. We still have responsibilities the next day. Life continues on after the day of the holiday. It's not just that that day happens and then we're exempt from all these other things and how we feel. We're not. We still have to feel the way we feel. And a lot of our behaviors, we have the power to change. So remember that. Don't skip breakfast anytime, but especially if you are exercising that morning, I think that's an even better way to start the day. Like either eat a small breakfast, get some exercise, have a snack or exercise, have a nice hearty breakfast, have a small lunch and then have a nice dinner, whatever works for you, but just don't go the whole day without eating anything. And coffee does not count as a meal. Just a reminder. Okay. Number six. Enjoy your favorite dishes in moderation. So I kind of already mentioned this one, but I want to really hone in on this. If you have a favorite dish, do not deprive yourself of that because chances are you're going to like dream about it that night. Chances are you're going to be craving it. So just give yourself some of it. Like if you're on, you know, quote unquote, a diet, don't be on a diet firstly. But if you're trying to change your habits and you're trying to avoid a food, that is a diet. So don't do that, (laughs) right? We're trying to just make healthier choices. So healthier choice would be put a small portion of that on your plate, but load up your plate with other things you like too, that might have more nutritional benefit. In addition to that, even if it's something that has no nutritional benefit, if it's something you're enjoying, that's a benefit is that you're enjoying it and you find pleasure in it and you find maybe comfort in it and you're surrounded by family. Like it's a whole experience having your favorite dish. So make sure you enjoy it. Number seven, load your plate with vegetables. Kind of already talked about this one, like I said, but this one is a big one because again, if you have the majority of your plate as nutrient void dishes, then you're probably just going to overeat. If you have some nutrient-dense foods on there, like your green bean casserole at least has some green beans in it, right? Or your roasted Brussels sprouts or maybe a harvest salad, those things are going to allow for you to eat less of the high-calorie things. If we have the majority of our plate of vegetables, we're going to be better off and have more nutrient intake, feel better, have more fiber, you know, digestively feel better, mentally feel better, from a whole body perspective feel better. So just remember to load up those vegetables and not skip out on the fiber and nutrients just because it's a holiday. Number eight, this one for my family, I hope someone in my family is listening to this, sit down to eat your holiday meal. (laughs) That is something that sounds so obvious, but my family in particular, I don't think many, many families have this, but my family kind of does buffet style instead of 
sitting down at a table together because we just have so many people. It would be almost impossible to sit all together at a table. But if you are a family also who, you know, sets up a table to have more of a buffet style, please do yourself a favor and not get up to go to the buffet and then keep standing up while chatting with people. Sit down with, you know, whoever you're trying to talk to, have a conversation with, grab them, get a chair for them, get a chair for yourself and sit down together and have a conversation while you eat but please don't do it standing. It's not good for our gut, our digestion. It's going to make you eat more. It's going to make you feel not as satisfied. So just please sit down. And rolling right into number nine, eat slowly. Eating slowly is also really important, but it is also related to sitting down. So when we sit down, we're more likely to eat slower because our body's more at a relaxed state. When we're standing, it's more at that fight or flight state. So we're not as relaxed. We feel like we need to rush, right? Because the majority of the time when you're eating, you know, outside of holidays, if you're eating standing up, you're likely in a rush. You're like eating on your lunch break or, you know, eating while you're trying to do something else, multitasking. And that makes you feel rushed. So you're going to have that same sensation when you're eating standing up on a holiday. So make sure you're sitting and eating slowly. Number 10, beware of liquid calories. Now, again, enjoy your favorite beverages. Maybe that's alcohol, maybe that's something else like eggnog, but just be aware. Just be aware of the fact that eggnog has a lot of calories in it. And again, not that we calorie count. We don't wanna be calorie counting. We wanna be calorie aware. Hugely different, so different. The fact that you know something has a lot of calories, allows for you to enjoy it while still moderating. Calorie counting is more restrictive. So again, we don't wanna be in that restrictive mindset. We wanna be aware and use our knowledge as power. Number 11, probably the most important one, I keep saying that I feel like, but they're all just really important, is focus on connecting with loved ones. This is the whole point of holidays, right? At least for me. I think that's why my favorite is Christmas because for my family, Christmas has always been the holiday where everyone, all of us get together instead of just like part of the family gets together. No, the whole family gets together on Christmas and that's why I really like it. And of course, I also like it because my love language is like giving gifts. My my giving love language is giving gifts. I do love that because it makes you feel like you're giving someone, you're thinking of someone, you're giving someone a gift of thought. And that's why I like it. But anyway, um, focusing on connecting with others is just so important because again, that's the whole point of it. We're sending gratitude for being together as a family, being able to eat the food that we're eating that day and celebrating life and being able to see people that maybe you don't get to see all the time, especially during the times that we're in, right? If you're able to see your family at this time, you should just give them huge hugs, right? And have the best conversations and not worry about like, oh, I don't want to talk to so-and-so because of this or that. Like let things go and just connect and love each other. And I know it sounds so corny, but it's so true. And life is too short. And I know it's such a corny saying, but it is so true. So just keep that in mind. The food is a plus. The connections are the purpose of the holiday. Number 12, 
send guests home with leftovers, or if you are a guest, take leftovers. This not only helps the host, right? So that the host doesn't have all this food that A, is going to go to waste, and B, that they might overeat, but B, it helps the people who are actually attending the guests because they're going to go home empty-handed and not have like, you know, meal prep for the week. And during that holiday season, it's hard to stay motivated to meal prep and keep those things consistent. So take some leftovers home and have some meals for yourself for the following days and extend the feast, so to speak, with your favorite foods. And that way it's easier to moderate how much you're eating of it too. Again, not that we're restricting, but we want to feel satisfied with the amount of food that we have in front of us. So those are my 12 tips. So to review, add healthy dishes to the menu, cook with healthier ingredient alternatives, do dinner potluck style or lunch as my family does, exercise as a family, don't skip breakfast, enjoy your favorite dishes, load your plate with veggies, sit to eat, eat slowly, be aware of liquid calories, focus on connection, and send guests home with leftovers. Those are the most important tips. Now, stay here for a few more minutes as I discuss some plant-based options you can do for your meals for the holidays. Now, I mentioned this a little bit earlier, kale harvest salad or any harvest salad with, you know, like sweet potatoes or roasted squash or something like in it with some nuts and seeds and quinoa or another grain with a nice like pomegranate dressing, vinaigrette or something like that. Those are all great things to have. Maybe bringing a soup. Soups are so hearty and so filling. You could bring, uh, you know, I like to do a basil broccoli like potato soup. You could do a butternut squash bisque. There's so many options with that stuff. And sauces and dressings also make a difference for anything that you have on your menu. So just make sure you're bringing your own and homemade is always going to taste the best. Lentil shepherd's pie is a great option. If you're doing mashed potatoes, you can make your own mashed potatoes. You can use, I personally just use soy milk to thicken. And because of the fat content from soy, the polyunsaturated fat, that's the healthy, heart healthy, brain healthy, omega-3 fat, that is actually allowing for more moisture to be in the potatoes without any butter or cream or, you know, anything that's high saturated fat. And they still taste so good because they're from Quonset View Farm, which is my grandparents' farm and shameless plug because they really have the best potatoes. Um, And then You can also do like a mushroom gravy, which I love mushroom gravy on my potatoes. I love mushrooms in general, but that adds a nice flavor to it. And you could put that on other things too, like homemade stuffing. You can do homemade. Honestly, let me do a little side note here. Homemade is always going to be healthier. The more you can kind of control what's in it, of course, the more healthy it's going to be, but also you're not putting preservatives in it. And plus it's going to be more authentic and taste better anyway, if you make it yourself. So it's always better to do that than like store-bought or, you know, in a box. But anyway, for the stuffing, so many different great ways to make stuffing. And this is a great place to put that mushroom gravy on too. So again, there's just so many options. I love roasting vegetables and using that as a side dish because again, for me, that's kind of like the majority of my plate. But for my family, that might just be a small side but they still enjoy it. It's just that I enjoy it in larger amounts because I eat plant-based. 
versus, you know, the people who aren't eating plant-based. Now, also another side note for those who are plant-based eaters, I want to point out that remember holidays, if you're plant-based, you don't have to be 100%. You don't have to be perfect. No one's perfect. No one's 100% of anything. So just remember that enjoy, maybe you do have a piece of turkey. I know I personally don't like turkey and I, I really don't want to have any animal products myself, but that's just my choice. That's just what I enjoy. But if you enjoy that stuff, don't restrict yourself so much to the point where like in a couple holidays from now, you're going to be like overdoing it because of the fact that you just haven't been allowing yourself to have something you really enjoy. Now for desserts, this is my specialty. This is my favorite. You can do pretty much any dessert you do as, you know, a quote unquote regular eater, you can do plant-based. My personal favorites are, I like, I do this chocolate, kind of like a chocolate cream pie. It's like a chocolate pudding pie. I love that. And then I love to do a pecan pie. Now I've actually never cooked a pecan pie. I just like to eat it, but I'm going to cook it this year. So I'll let you guys know how it is. But I love, love, love to do these little date balls. And I, I call them brownie bites because they literally taste like brownies and they're like three ingredients or four ingredients. But my family loves them and they're made with dates and they're healthy. They have a lot of fiber, you know, so it's it's like a win win. And I can make them in different flavors, like instead of chocolate, there's other options. So they're easy. They're quick. They're high in fiber, high in nutrients. And people like them and they're bite-sized. So you can just kind of have one on your plate in addition to a couple other things. And you're having a great, healthy, delicious dessert. So I wanted to point that out. There are so many other options too I have that you can message me about if you have questions on. I also have a cold weather recipe PDF compilation that you can buy for $18. There's 12 different recipes in there. And it's perfect for the fall and winter. So if you are interested in that, it's plant-based, oil-free, low sugar recipes, super tasty. You can ask me about that. You can message me, DM me, whatever you want to do if you're interested in that. I want to thank you so much for listening today. And I want to wish you and your family the happiest, healthiest holidays. I hope you tune in next week. And before you go, I want to remind you to fuel yourself with nourishing food, kind words, positive energy, and unconditional love. Thanks so much for listening once